Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Listen to Sports Talk Show for your ride home. What? what? It is time for the Falcons Report. Guns it. Caught. Touchdown Atlanta in the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. You shall not pass. The 5 o'clock Falcons Report. Oh, my heavens. On Dukes and Bell. We are Dukes and Bell. We start off every day and every hour by saying, hey, hey man. man. It's good to have you listening. Atlanta, where are we going with our quarterback situation? Rumors are heating up out of the combine about Justin Fields and the Falcons. There is a viral video out there of a gentleman who looks like Justin Fields. <laughs> Maybe it is. Purported to be Fields. Jumping around his kitchen, Mike, after hearing, You're ready to go home? At least according to the audio, right. folks. I don't know if that's what's actually said. Either way, there is some smoke. And when there is some smoke, there usually is some fire, Mike. But until it's official, uh, again, I'm not ready to tell you, Nostradukas style, that mm. this is a done deal. But I will say that this is not going to surprise me if, in fact, it does happen by the end of the week. And, Mike, again, the league year does not start until March 13th. Correct. Legal tampering is 11th, which means around that time is when you could make it official and you could make the announcement. The, the compensation would already be set. And, and if you wanted to do that and if the Falcons are interested, this is where they're going to go. But we also know the Falcons spoke today, Mike, to two of the top edge rushers at the Combine, which got me also excited. Yeah, man. Dallas Turner, 22 sacks in three years at Alabama. Jared Verse, uh, 18 sacks in two years at Florida State. Uh, both guys uh, are, are projected to be there. I know there's some other pieces that guys are interested in at defensive end. But I think right now the guys who slot in the top 10 are Verse or Dallas Turner. I'm happy with either one. I saw Dallas uh, – we also Dallas Turner with Alabama. I saw a verse in person with FSU, and he, he's the prototypical edge rusher. He's a beast. He, he really is. Now, the interesting thing about the Falcons today, they were also involved in conversations with Caleb Williams. When I say conversations, they are one of the teams that he was meeting with. Guys, he met with everybody. And when I say that, the mm-hmm. teams that are in the top 10, top 12 – They're all having a chance because if they have the draft capital to do it, maybe they can move to get him. But more importantly, you're going to go through the interview process, Mike, because here's the deal. You never know. We assume that the Bears are not going to have this pick for sale. We assume that the Bears are going to take him number one overall, but you never know. And what if you hit the Bears up and said, hey, we're willing to give up whatever you want, two first, two first, two first, whatever it's going to be. The Bears really have to consider that when you talk about team building. So everybody talked to him today, Mike. It doesn't mean that the Falcons are going to make a move. But as I put the eyeball emoji out there today, I would love to see them do something like this. I mean, 
Forget the Fields thing. Put that aside. This, if he's transformative, as they're saying, make the move to go get him. I know that uh, we've talked about, you know, how much is it going to take? How much is it going to take to get to that guy that you want? And do, are you willing? See, I, we just, it's interesting. I think a lot of guys hit us up on the text line going, wow. I mean, they heard Mike Johnson say he thinks we're more than one or two pieces away right now. I don't believe that. I, I think we've do got. Do you a, guys think if we had better quarterback play, we're a yeah, playoff team yes, last year? Yes. I think, Everybody does. I think you put Baker Mayfield on this team or Russell Wilson. I think you could have, with the Eagles coming to town, the way they looked, the way they crapped it up in Tampa Bay, I think you could certainly even say us, win, not just making the playoffs, but winning a playoff game last year. But. We still need to find that edge rusher. You you cobbled it together with veteran free agents. You still need to find that guy. Whether you're going to do it again through a long-term free agent deal or you're just going to draft an edge rusher. Corner is another thing. You know, it's, uh, yep, we mentioned a lot of guys are saying, you know, we do need another corner because a lot of the guys you, you want may get either franchise tagged or they're not going to be, you know, be released. Terry and Ardle from Alabama, by the way, is probably the best corner. The other thing is, what about, you know, we haven't talked about? What's that? I know it's kind of counterintuitive to where we're at. If you get feels, are you cool with trading down and picking up another second? Absolutely. You're not going to have that second, uh, that second, second round pick because of you'd lose a second rounder to get fields hypothetically, and you would lose the compensatory pick from the Jaguars because they are not going to resign Calvin Ridley. So just no. a thought. No, uh, Mike, I would not mind doing that. Again, you get offensive line or D line too. Going correct. Down. Correct. Yes, you're trying to get as much value as you possibly can. If that is to happen, and here's the thing: somebody asked me, they said, "Dudes, what's the advantage of us going out and getting Fields in, in this situation?" Well, it allows you to still have your first-round pick, okay, to do and address whatever it is you want to do, to Mike's point, whether it's edge, corner. I've talked about corner. But you still have that. You still have your additional picks in this draft, okay, that you can still address. But also, if you do this, and let's just say it's a a second-round pick, Mike, we will have enough money to do at least two major things, I believe, Mm -hmm. when you talk about players in free agency. That's two positions that you could address in free agency. So let's just hypothetically say you address two of those. Maybe it is Donnell Hunter. Then you still have the eighth overall pick to go get another guy that can help you on the defensive side of the ball. And then to Mike's point, you trade, and now all of a sudden now you go get offensive line help, et cetera. Now you've really helped your team in a variety of positions, and you've really not hurt your future draft status. That is the benefit of doing this versus going after Caleb Williams, who I would love to do, but now you're hurting not just this year, you're swapping picks, but it's about next year and the year beyond where you don't really have a first-round pick. And, Mike, we've seen teams. Rams didn't have a first-round pick for like four years. Right. Now, granted, they had Aaron Donald and they had you know, Cooper Cup and they had Matthew Stafford, but they had but they had also drafted some of those pieces we just mentioned. But they had the pieces in place. I, some guys would argue, and Mike Johnson did, that we're not that far down the road, that we're not that complete, that we still need corner help, edge rush, you know, uh, offensive line needs to be shored up. Okay, I get all that, but I still think we've seen in this division teams go right deep in the playoffs from last place, and we've seen worse to first in this division. We've seen, you know, the Falcons well, make a run. Here's the answer to that question. Um, you know, because Mike came on with us. He was talking about the combine last hour. Go check it out at odyssey.com. Here's the answer to that question. If you feel like all those positions are still in need, and they are, what is the most important position that's in need? It's quarterback. Right. And if you fix that, Mike, okay, sometimes that alone – can cover up some of the other things that we're talking about. That is the beauty of having the right guy. It's not that you're going to fix all of these positions in one offseason. I don't think we get an all-pro corner, okay, this offseason, along with an all-pro edge rusher and an all-pro offensive lineman. That's not going to happen. But what can happen is you can get a quarterback that can cover up a lot of those warts, Mike, with his play. You just need, again, the baseline is basic quarterback play. The question then becomes, does Justin Fields offer you basic or below basic quarterback play. 
I know that a lot of guys didn't like to see this. I, again, guys, Carl is definitely pro fields. I'm Bring not him putting home. words in your mouth. I am not pro fields right now. I, I've got. I want to know. And I know. By the way, right. let's let's clarify this. This is not the only option. Correct. But this is the. Right. If this is the option, I am for it. That's where yeah. I'm at. Go and ahead. I, and I know that everything we do now in sports, and, and especially in radio and TV, is now becomes a zero sum argument. Well, Mike is definitely anti. No, if you can guarantee me that Zach Robinson is going to squeeze out more performance from Fields, who is that got the thirtieth worst completion percentage in the NFL in the thirteen games he played last year. And I did the comps. 15 touchdowns, 9 picks. That's Mario to 22. Last year, 16 touchdowns, 9 picks. Fields. And again, four less games. Mariota is, is what he is. He rushed for more yards, but they both scored four touchdowns on the ground. So basically, yes, Einhorn is Finkel. If you look at 22 Mariota and 23 uh, Justin Fields, they're basically the same guy. Then another guy came over the top of me. If there's a poker game, Carl, he gave me some information about the last 20 games. So you take the last seven from 22, the 13 games Fields played in this year, it's very similar to Lamar Jackson, right. but more interceptions. He's got to cut down on the turnovers. Yeah, uh, and again, I think Scheme's going to help with that. I, I hope uh, if he was to come here. Mike ATL, that's not Mike Bell. Mike mm. Bell ATL, but this is Mike uh, on Twitter, he says, fellas, it, Arthur, Arthur Smith is the reason to blame for this whole thing of not knowing. He passed on fields uh, when he had a chance to draft him. And he, he brings up the fact that, you know what, instead he made the decision to go with Marcus Mariota and what we saw last but year with Ritter. But you're going, you see things, you're fast forwarding. In 21, we didn't know that the owner or somebody was going to say, let's make a play for Deshaun Watson and we're going to lose Matt Ryan the second year. Part of the reason I don't think they went for Fields is they thought they'd have Matt Ryan for two more years. And if you draft Fields, everybody who's listening to our show would want Fields on the field. So they, they thought, you know, we got two more years with Ryan. We'll get Pitts in here, and then eventually the quarterback would come later. But then because somebody who doesn't want to claim it, Rich McKay told us it was collaborative. It is. That they wanted to make a play for Deshaun Watson. It blew up in their face. Matt Ryan's like, get me out of here. This is ridiculous. And then we lose him. And so that's when you had to settle for Marcus Mariota. Let's hear Terry Fontenot talk about uh, the most important trait that they're looking for in a quarterback. It's the right leader. And obviously you have to have the right – you have to be a good football player and different players do it different ways. You have to be an effective football player, right? You have to be able to come in and the pieces that we have, the pieces that we add, you have to be able to come in and be a multiplier and make those players around you better. You have to – so we need the right skill set, the right talent, but – you just again said at the end you got to have you got to have the right leader. Yeah, I think more than anything, from what I've heard about C.J. Stroud, Mike, that's the thing that they love. Like that's what makes him special. Yeah, he can make the throws. The processing thing was crap. He's fine. He gets rid of the football. It's that leadership quality that has made his teammates love him, and more importantly, the organization. Everybody in the organization is like, hey, man, we this dude is he's legit. That is something we will not know until whoever we get in here and we figure it out and find out. We can tell you all we want. Yes, we like a guy or we don't like a guy. But that leadership stuff, we will not know until they get in here. Was Des a leader? I mean, he you know said all the right things each week at the press conference, and players seemed to have his back, but he just couldn't produce on the field. Correct. And at some point, you know, you some guys are quiet; they lead by example. One thing for certain, man, but you, you can't be that at no, quarterback. You, that's, like, John, you can't be that at for quarterback. For John Collins, John Collins was a leader, wanted to be a leader on this Hawks team, and they'd go out and stink it up. But enough about last night. More on that coming up. <laughs> but no, you, you at some point you got to produce it. You got to produce. But I just think, Mike, at, at this position. You can't be quiet. No, you you, you can't be reserved right. and you know an introspective person. 
you can be in your private time, but you can't be that and expect guys to respond and, and be a leader on the team. And for what it's worth, guys, Patrick Finley, Chicago Sun-Times, told us there is not a disconnect between no. Justin Fields and anybody in that Bears locker room. They all had his back, and eventually the fan base had his back at the end of the season. Mike Bell. Mike. Yes, sir. They look so much better. Hawks? No, you didn't. Don't do it. We're going to talk about it next. You're going there. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The strong arm story of the day is brought to you by John Foy Associates Personal Injury Law. 124 to 97 was the final score. Mike, they look good. I got to tell you, Nick, another tremendous defensive effort from your Hawks. Of course, John Collins' uh, homecoming, just five points in uh, didn't help. Two in a row for the Atlanta Hawks. It's Zooks and Bell Sports Radio 92.9. What the are game. you inferring, Carl? They look good. Uh, without Trey Young. I didn't say, say that. I you did, just said they look that. good. And I, you, dot, 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 without ice, Trey. I, I said they look good. You said that, sir. I did not say that. I'm I, saying they're moving the ball. It looks good. The defense, they've held two opponents under 100 points. So what you're saying is DeJounte Murray just runs that ship tighter. They play with defensive <laughs> cohesion. No liability. We play defense. <laughs> hey, what about seeing John Collins? Can I hear Bogey? Because he said it was cool to see John again. It's good to see Arbrate back, for sure. Uh, I know I know he wanted to perform better, but uh, you can tell he was emotional. He was, uh, I think I saw on a, on a screen, he was saying, I love you guys, blah, blah. He, he, he's definitely missed, and uh, the, the fans definitely miss him. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Orange just said, what do you mean, blah, blah? Well, I mean, no, he said, I love you guys, blah, blah. Eastern Europe, we don't have time for emotion. <laughs> we play ball. Shoot threes, play defense. He did. He, by the way, we gave him we as Atlanta. We gave him a nice round of applause. As well, cool. we should. Yeah, man. I mean, JC never did anything to anybody. Uh, it just didn't work. He's part of the greatest success the franchise ever had, getting to the Eastern Conference, Conference Finals. Finals. That's right? exactly right. So, um, with that said, let's hear Quinn Snyder because Mike, it is about the defense and why. What's going on here? What what what's going on, Quinn Snyder? We when we got set, I, I thought, you know, we did a, a, a better job staying in front of the ball. And, um, you know, our, our bigs came over and 
you know, contested shots and uh, able to rebound. So it's you know, playing through a whole possession. And uh, so I think we're helping each other more. 124-97 was the final score. Mike, they look good. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, Jalen Johnson with 22 last night. Sadiq Bay 16. Bogey had his 19. DJ with 17. Wait for it. Where has this DeAndre Hunter been? Right. Where has this DeAndre Hunter been? Hunter had 20. His last five games, Mike, he's been balling out, and, and he's been being used off the bench. Again, Quinn Snyder using him off the bench. But I'm just saying, man, like, if he can do this, you're going to be able to survive, I think, staying not only in the play-in, but maybe you, 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 know, you move up a couple of spots depending on what happens. You've got some big games coming up here in the Eastern Conference. I, I, I'm just saying if you don't think that this team could survive without Trey, the part of that was, well, who was going to step up? That's who needs to step up. DeAndre Hunter. We, we've been killing him. We said it, guys. I, I, look, you listen to the show, and if, you, if you're new to the show, welcome. But we've been killing this guy for years because there's an expectation which comes with being that top five pick. But if he plays like this, and now he's averaging 21, just over, just over 20 and a half points now the last five games. I'll take it. Yes. Now, when, in all seriousness, we're a little tongue-in-cheek when we're talking about DeJounte versus Trey. Trey has not had this DeAndre Hunter. No one has seen this DeAndre Hunter, if we're honest, playing no. at this clip. No. It's something you and I have been looking for for as long as he's been here. So, And it's funny because we joked around earlier this year, year six is when some guys pop. You know, that's, everyone's got an excuse for NBA development. I'd love to see. If this continues, then all of a sudden, and if you could move DeJounte, because I still think if you move Trey, there's going to be a mutiny in this town. Although every national guy we bring in here says you guys are all too close to in Atlanta, and he says you would get a lion's share of picks and, and all sorts of pieces if the franchise doesn't screw it up Yeah, if you move Trey in the offseason. But this would have to continue to where they'd have to win 20 out of 24 or something before people would even consider that. And then DeJounte is your guy. They just played better with us. Now, could Trey do this if Hunter's playing this well and B and Bay is being consistent? Well, yeah, because he's making shots. He's taking the ball to the basket. He's doing all the things we ask of him, or at least we think he's capable of. You know, the thing with D. Hunter is he was another guy, Mike, that could put the ball on the floor and create his own shot. You need another one of those guys. Everybody talks about what this team needs. That, that's what we need. So right. he's playing great right now. We'll see what they do. They've got Brooklyn tomorrow and then Brooklyn on Saturday. Uh, and they're down right now. So hopefully you can continue to build. Mike, maybe they win four or five in a row. The Knicks are without right. Brunson right now. Jalen Brunson, maybe they can put a, a nice string of wins together here while Trey is recuperate, recuperating and, and mm-hmm. uh, get back in this thing. Well, like I said, it's it's just you, you have a feeling, at least we did a few weeks ago, that this thing's just kind of destined to be in the play-in zone and that, you know, Trey will do some magical stuff and then we'll get on and get our butts whipped by Boston, right? I mean, I hope it doesn't end like that because it's been like that the last two years. But I just – at least you got a little bit of hope. But – you could also argue just to play devil's advocate. You know, Utah's not a great team. You played Magic without Bancaro. Yep. So, but you got to take but, advantage but, of that. But, hey, but as, as one thing we do take from Arthur Smith, who's now in Pittsburgh, we don't apologize for, for no, winning here. No, right here. you, you got to take advantage right. of that. Hey, one other thing uh, while we're talking about the NBA, we talked a little bit about this the other day. I think Turtle brought it up in, in uh, Yeah Man, No Man, where LeBron went in on the evaluation of his son, Bronny, as he was projected, I think, 40th. Uh, you know, in the NBA draft, and he's not really a really good projector or a uh, pro- projected to be a really good NBA player, at least not right now. So De- uh, LeBron might put out this tweet defending his son. Then he deleted it. Right. And Shannon Sharp addressed this uh, about LeBron deleting the tweet. Listen to this. 
But here's the thing. This is called blast radius. And James, <laughs> his son, you know what they talk about, how you talk about you? Nobody has tweeted about, talked about more social media-wise than LeBron James. So his son was going to get some of that. But here's where LeBron is culpable. LeBron tweeted something that said his son is as good as some current NBA players now. He said that. It's the same thing that we did with LeVar Ball. When LeVar Ball said his son Lonzo was better than Steph Curry, you had him on, we had him on the whole show that I was on. Bro, are you serious? Yeah, it's hmm. legit. I mean, dad, you can be dad, but when you're like, hey, my son is better than guys I'm playing with, and Come then on. now the projections are, actually, he's not, and then you get, you get in your feels, and so you put out a tweet to defend your boy, which I get, Mike. But now it looks like, come on, bro. I mean, why are you deleting the tweet? This is, this is the problem, Mike, when we talk about right. being close to it. You just mentioned us being close to, to, to the trade situation. Right. This is LeBron, man, being too close to it. Let the critics be critics and let your son continue to develop. I said he's just right. not a pro player right now. Will he be? I don't know. It's another example of why Michael Jordan is just better, Carl, than LeBron James all the time. Because when his son Marcus, who's making his rounds and playing at UCF, again, like, why is Michael Jordan's son playing at UCF? Because he's not that good. Yep. You know, Michael just let it kind of breathe and do his own thing, and it would eventually he would find his own equilibrium. He was never going to make it to the league. Like, I get it. A protective dad, and you got the resources LeBron has. You want to be able to play with your son, but maybe he's just not going to be in the cards. The thing is, the kid almost died. I think one thing you got to understand is this, this, is this kid is not maybe is not true. at 100% to where his potential will be at USC in one more year. I agree. I'll, I, give, I'll definitely give LeBron that benefit of the doubt. No doubt, because the collapse and everybody right. was fearful that this was going to be way worse. And, um, you know, before that happened, Mike, there are people who said Bronny was doing everything. Mm. He was dunking on people. He was shooting threes. He was, like, on, on his game. But whatever happened certainly slowed this process down. But, yeah, I'm not, I'm not mad at Bronny. I just think people want to project and say, oh, he's going to be a great NBA player. Slow down. He's not there yet. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 404-726-0929. You can hit us up, guys. We'd love to talk with you. As always, you want to get into the Falcons conversation, we'd love to do it. Around the Yard is on the way with our buddy Grant McCauley. And also, we got a, a pair of tickets for you to go check out 21 Savage. So stay tuned. We'll give those away between now and 7 o'clock. Hey, as we're talking about the Hawks, just real quick, and somebody hit us up and they said, does this, if the Hawks do go on a run, does it make Trey more expendable? Yeah, I mean, look, we were, we're having some fun talking around the subject. I just wonder what the, if DeJounte plays at like, you know, an unbelievable clip, but this was always the conundrum. That's why, let's be honest, Schlenk didn't want this deal. Because the two guys, you said it, two ball dominant guards cannot coexist yeah. unless one is going to simply supplant his role and say, I will move without the ball, which uh, according to some reports, Trey agreed to, and then we got to the season and it never happened, right? And that's, I think we could all agree that's kind of how it went down and got Nate fired in the process, you know? I just think if you play, if this team advances into like a locked-in playoff position, which would be insane, then you can have that conversation. I'm not worried. <laughs> so John uh, Hollinger in The Athletic today, he's a senior writer for them. Yeah. He wrote a big article about the Hawks. It just dropped. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get my way through it. He called the DeJounte Murray trade reckless. It was. Yeah. I mean, that's why the boss did. That's why the GM's not here. It, it made no, Now, if you if you could have pulled off some kind of big trade and given up three first-round picks to get a big-time uh, wing, I mean, before, if DeAndre continues to play like this, Carl, but a 3-and-D guy that can score. Yeah. You know, then that would have made sense, or or a or a legitimate power forward that's not John Collins can really score, can give you twenty. Then you got something. Then look, there's also everybody we've spoken to at least the last two national guys. Okay, two out of two feels that almost Trey needs to go be somebody's pippin', which I not I'm not prepared to go down that road yet. 
I, I still think with the you saw in 2021 with a good scoring bench and, and some good defense and some physicality from a guy like Solomon Hill, you had some stuff, which he doesn't have on this team no, this year. No, he doesn't. Uh, um, I'm not worried. And, and, and here's the other part. As much as it is about the players, it's understanding what the team needs. See, Landry Fields, his task, Mike, this offseason, it's not just moving Trey or DeJounte or if either one of them get moved. It's identifying what you need to win. And that is the part where we got to figure out, okay, if Trey's here, which I expect him to be, identifying what you need to win. It's like pickup ball. If everybody that I pick on my team plays like me, we're not going to win. Mike, I need the guy in the gym that's a really good passer. I know that dude gives it up. I need the big man who blocks shots. I need that dude because he's a hustle player and I played against him before. I play my fair share of pickup ball. You don't pick guys that play just like you right. to win. You can't do that in the NBA right. either. Teams are made up. It's why Golden State has been able to do what they've done. Mike, the makeup of the team matters. We were just talking off here about the Beckham documentary. They brought him to Real Madrid. You already had Figo. It's two guys playing the same position. By the way, Shamar, don't kill the messenger. This is from Shamar, yeah, Carl, man. on yeah, Twitter. 2-0 since Trey been out. Defense got better. Blowing teams out. Faster pace. Everybody touching the ball. DeJounte leading. Jalen Johnson thriving. Buffkin may be him. Now, let's not get crazy. It's we play defense. <laughs> Coming up, we're going to talk to Graham McCauley and go around the yard. All I know is they've won two in a row. We play defense. Tickets to 21 Savage. I'm right, Mike Bell, and I do not support this message. Right now at 404-726-0929. You want a pair of tickets to go see 21 Savage, American Dream Tour. He's got a bunch of special guests with him. It's going down at Lakewood Amphitheater June 15th. Tickets on sale Friday, March 1st at 10 a.m. at LiveNation.com. We're giving you a pair right now. Grant's next. We play defense. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's time for Around the Yard with your Atlanta Braves on Dukes and Bell. He gets greeted rudely by Ronald Acuna Jr. It is gone! Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Keith Devane from Cartersville, is that right? Going to the 21 Savage concert. Congratulations. We've got more tickets for you. Stay tuned to Dukes and Bell and Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Our man Grant McCauley is here, Mike, and let's talk some uh, Braves baseball. 
Grant, I'm curious. We were talking about uh, Michael Money Harris yesterday as we'll talk about what happened today in the spring game. Uh, Braves were taking on the uh, Phillies. How much better do you think he will be after the struggles of early last season and then working his way through it and then having a really good ending to last season? Um, I'm not worried about Michael, uh, but I think some people say, all right, how much better is he going to be, in your opinion? No, I'm, I mean, I would be really confident in a young player's ability in his, what, age 22 season last year to go from really the lowest of, of low. I mean, you're dealing with injuries. You're not hitting. I mean, you're just kind of starting to wonder. I mean, I had people up in my mentions on social media about how, well, maybe it's time to reset, send him down to AAA, let him play there for a while, and bring up Forrest Wall. And I just thought to myself, nothing against anybody that's sitting in AAA. You just can't you give up on a guy that has that kind of talent. Just let him get his at-bats. Let him get his feet under him, literally and figuratively. And he did that. And I think that that experience is going to propel him forward because, as we talked about with Ronald Acuna Jr., and I know that's setting the highest bar possible – this is a kid that's working his way into his prime. So I think you should be thinking about how much better can this guy get. And when I was asked on the midday show earlier today about like which Braves player do I see in 2024, maybe having that season that impacts the club in the biggest way, my pick was Michael Harris because I do think there's another level to him, or at the very least, what we saw in the second half, I think he's capable of that for 162-plus. Our man Grant McCauley from down here at spring training. We talked about, uh, you know, what's going to happen in left field. And it's funny because uh, Chris, I think he's been a little bit tongue-in-cheek, but he's been riding Kelnick hard. I think Chris may not sold that this guy can be the guy in left field. 0 for 3 today with a strikeout and, uh, and a double play. What, what should we? What is a realistic expectation for Kelnick? If it's on the high end, it's, he's going to be the next Adam Duvall? I know I think he's got a chance to do more than Adam Duvall did in terms of an overall all-around kind of game. I mean, Duvall is your very classic feast or famine slugger, whereas I'm not convinced that's what Kelnick is. Now, he's going to have to show us, and he's going to have to prove it. There's no two ways about that. And the one guy that knows it the most is Jared Kelnick. And I think that the adjustment of expectations from having to be perhaps somebody to carry the franchise in Seattle to just being able to fit in, be himself, and concentrate on his work, I think it's going to be beneficial. And I also think that Atlanta's hitting environment, and this is something Brian Snitker told me all the way back at the winter meetings, they're excited to get him in that, to work with Kevin Seitzer and those guys to really identify quantifiable things that you can do to improve that swing, improve his contact rate. And I think that even as you look at a hitless spring thus far, and, I mean, we're really stretching here in small sample size theater it's three games worth he's hit the ball hard a handful of times he's made a couple of nice plays in the outfield this is a kid that runs the base as well his minor league numbers are so far and away incredibly above what his major league sample size has been thus far it's in there and now he needs to turn that talent into results and i think that this is a great environment great place for him to do it i do too uh and you know today for example uh braves let's talk about the phillies and braves and Mike was saying, you know, sometimes bad blood, and not that we have bad blood between them. We don't like them, but uh, that carries over from, you know, the pre- previous season. And uh, today the Braves and Phillies uh, end in a tie at 7-7 in spring training, guys, so don't get, you know, all upset. But what did you think about the outing of, of Smith Sharver? Because this is a guy, again, he's competing for one of these rotational spots. Uh, what did you make of his outing? I know he gave up four hits today. Grant? I think, uh, yeah, I think with AJ, the biggest thing for him is just going to be getting a number of innings and a lot of reps. It looked like, at least early on in that Phillies game, there was quite a jet stream that was slowing out. I mean, Michael Harris was hitting a home run, not that he needs a whole bunch of help. JT Romito, Alec Bohm, I mean, he was facing a tough Phillies lineup, and at 21, 22 years old, I mean, it's going to be a challenge against a lineup like that. So, 
I think as much as anything, it's about going out there, being healthy, working your way up. And it's not how you start the spring. I think for the confidence factor, it's going to be how you finish. And if we pull it back, kind of big picture, looking at what the Braves have for their first five starters, if everything goes according to plan, we know four of those spots are locked down. We don't even need to discuss them. Bryce Elder, Ronaldo Lopez, A.J. Smith-Shawver, those are guys to discuss in that fifth spot. But, you know, Ronaldo's on a three-year deal making $10 million a year. If the Braves decide they want to give him a, a go at start, it's not a bad way to start the year if you feel like he's up to it and is going to be able to produce those results. And then you got an all-star and elder who I think has a little something to prove himself. So right. I'm not expecting A.J. to be that immediate impact guy. But when you do look at those arms in the minor leagues, I mean, the short list is A.J. Smith-Shawver and Hurston Waldrop. If you're looking for somebody who can come up from a talent perspective and maybe really give you a boost, there are other depth options and other pitchers we could talk about. But I think for A.J., I mean, you still have to look at how young he is, not just in terms of his age, but how few innings he has in his pro career. He's still learning on the job here. We spoke yesterday about some of the young guys. And, again, this is a chance for some dudes to get some valuable experience. Owen Murphy, who was, like, what, 20th overall picked a couple of years ago. Tough day mm-hmm. at the ballpark, but that's that's part mm-hmm. of spring training, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's going to happen. I mean, you're going to go out there and think, okay, well, I'm just going to fill up the strike zone. And you do that against major league hitters, depending on what you're throwing. And, well, they can also swing it pretty well, and that is going to happen from time to time. But I wouldn't worry too much if, if you're one of those young pitchers about maybe this appearance or that appearance not going too well because it is a long season. There's a lot of time and a lot of opportunity to prove yourself. But there's no discounting the fact that you also want to make a really good impression, not just on the fans, but on the guys that could look and think down the road, okay, well, we've got an injury issue and we need to call on somebody. This kid in spring training really impressed me. So I think that, especially for somebody like Owen Murphy, who more so even I think than A.J. Smith-Shawver is still kind of you know, working himself into his pro career and really kind of finding out who he is. These are going to be the kind of chances that are nice to have, but don't necessarily define you long-term. Grant, can you address the people who are worried about the bench right now and what you think about that? You mean Chris? I mean, they're not going to use the bench very often if everything goes the way that they want it to. And one of the big reasons why I think when you look at the Braves, they're in such a great place is you look all around and you're not thinking about, okay, well, this guy platoons and this guy we need to take out defensively on a regular basis and this guy can't run. I mean, you've pretty much got everything lined up the way that you want it to because this offense is so powerful. You've got a bunch of guys like Riley and Olsen, Acuna, Albies, and the list goes Michael Harris and, and both the catchers who just give you so much offensively, a great DH. You're finding out what Kellnick's going to be in left field, and that's fine. And I think Orlando Arcia is a certainly serviceable shortstop. So when you start thinking about what they might need, maybe some late speed off the bench and a pinch running opportunity, the occasional day off for a guy. But, you know, the Braves have talked about, and Alex Anthopoulos made a point to kind of bring this up in spring training, we can't really lure a lot of proven veteran players who want playing time to come play for our team because we can't promise them playing time. Right. Grant McCullough's with this guy. He's talking about the Bravos. So don't worry then, huh? Yeah, it's early days. I would say so. Yeah, okay. Because, I mean, like, as Grant said, your bench is technically Travis Darno and Ozuna at times, right? Marcel Ozuna <laughs> from the Braves. Uh, Grant, uh, the bullpen, I think, you know, if everybody comes back, everybody's pulling for Matt Sick, man. That dude is so, so rootable. Another guy, I, I didn't realize we had him, Ken Giles, who's been around the yeah. big leagues, won a World Series with the Astros. He had a good outing today. He did, and Ken Giles was kind of one of those like dark horses that when you come into spring training, you know the name, but what does he have in the tank? And he showed today, mid-90s fastball, great slider, struck out the side in his one inning of work, and the guys he struck out, Bryce Harper, Nick Castellanos, and 
Alec Bohm. So those are names that you might want him to strike out in the regular season. He did it the first time out, but he's got to prove that he's healthy. The last couple of three years has really derailed what has been a very good career for Ken Giles. He was a top flight closer not too long ago, but what can he do and, and what can he offer this club that has an incredibly deep bullpen and that has a closer in place. So he's not coming in trying to win that job. He's just trying to get his career back on track and the Braves like what they saw when he threw for him and uh, you know signed him to a free agent contract just before spring training. I do think there's probably one spot at play in the bullpen. Could Tyler Matzik win that spot? Maybe. But would the Braves maybe want to see him get a few more innings in the minors to kind of work his way all the way back before throwing him into the deep end of the pool and welcoming him back to the major leagues? That's something he said he knows is possible, but he's just going to try to work on what he can control in spring training. All right. Good stuff, man. Uh, we'll see as we continue to talk about where this team is. Uh, I'm very confident and I feel good about us uh, as a club. I, I just want to see, you know, whether the pitchers continue to work out and sell, look good, and let's continue to see what happens with these pitchers. But outside of that, I'm with you, Grant. I, I think there's a lot of uh, positivity and, and things that we can look forward to seeing when the season kicks in. Thanks so much, man. You got it, guys. It's all about health. Talk to you soon. Yeah, right on. That's true. You feel uh, better now, Chris? <laughs> Nope. Glass half empty. Glass half empty. <laughs> Tried to help him, man. I, know, man. I mean, you know? I know. Tried to give him a little bit. No, I mean, but, like, you know, we talk about, like, the bullpen. I, I definitely think the bullpen's much better than last year. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we all want to get back to what we had in 21, but this is nice. What I, I like what I see. I On July 12th, when Forrest Wall is up to bat oh, in the bottom geez. of the eighth inning with bases loaded and two outs, and he needs to get a hit. Wouldn't you rather have uh, Yeah, but here's, here's the thing you're not, you're not yeah. saying. Are we up in the division by 12 games? Right. I mean, you're literally worried about the 25th guy on the roster right now <laughs> when they break camp. 27th, technically. But yeah. Yeah, All right, right. coming and, up. And two. Well, the latest on our Falcons, guys. Lots of things going on at the Combine. And also our buddy Matt Verderam from SI stopped by. You'll hear what he had to say about all the things that are going on at the Combine because he's there. It's coming up in the 6 o'clock hour on Dukes and Bell. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.